Welcome to the Voices in Recovery podcast. Voices in Recovery is produced by Freedom's Path Recovery Society, a registered Canadian charity. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider a donation to Freedom's Path Recovery Society. All donations go directly to assisting Freedom's Path in providing their services free of charge and helps us keep the podcast going. We are grateful for any and all donations. This podcast discusses difficult topics such as childhood abuse, drug and alcohol use, sexuality and sexualized trauma, and more. If you are under the age of 18, please speak with your legal guardian prior to listening. The opinions expressed during the podcast are those of the individual and not those of Voices in Recovery or Freedom's Path or any other organization. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy this podcast. This podcast is being recorded on the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy. This consists of the Kainai, Pekani, Siksika, and the Blackfeet in the U.S. We acknowledge the Stony Nakoda, which consists of the Bearspaw, Morley, and Chiniki. We acknowledge the Satina, Hura Dene, and the Métis, Inuit, status and non-status from all of Turtle Island, and those who are visiting. We are all treaty people. All right. Well, tonight's guest is Jared, and man, I, I'm going to let you take it away, and as usual, and then we'll just go back and forth as needed. Awesome. Thanks Thank for you, coming dude. in, man. Thank you very much for having me. You're uh, welcome. I have a Aboriginal company. It's called J. Cree's Aboriginal Crafts. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where my sobriety led me to, and my recovery is. Uh, I used to be an electrician, had no subcontracting company, doing that, and yeah, yeah just different life now. Hundred percent different life now. Mm-hmm. So addiction took me down a deep dark road, and I finally made it out of that. And uh, just trying to share my story of how I keep positive through it all as mm. well, right? So what, what do you think helped you get out of that, man? Like, obviously that world uh, of, uh, I mean, I come from it too. The world of drugs and alcohol is pretty like enticing and hard mm. to get out of sometimes. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, the lifestyle is definitely, uh, it calls me back home sometimes, mm. you know, at least like the money, the drugs, the partying, right? Everything, yeah. like it all went hand in hand, right? And then you get to, three days into it now you're in trap houses and there's mm. incidents and stabbings and there's things like that that are going on and how could you avoid that well there's a lot of ways I could have avoided that but mm. at the time it's a hundred percent where I wanted to be right yeah. so and uh well did you ever when you started like just between you and me like and everyone who li- might be listening at some point when you started did you fan- did you figure at some point you're going to end up in a trap house probably not right no like, never never yeah. i thought i was a casual cokehead you know i thought i could use yeah. it uh on occasion and pretty much smoke crack like a gentleman as they yeah. say right and, uh, <laughs> every time you say that i laugh man it's so funny yeah, smoke yeah. crack like a gentleman <laughs> uh, when you find one you let me know right so <laughs> i'm gonna rob you like a real gentleman yeah so that's <laughs> That sticks with me, right? And it's just not possible. So yeah. And for me, it's uh, it's it's life or death, you know. Mm-hmm. So my next relapse will probably be my last relapse, right? So yeah. And I have I had heart problems from it, you know. I've popped lungs. I think that was the longest I took off was two weeks. Yeah. And I was back to her full force, right? Wow. So, and so wait, you like popped your lungs and then went right back at it? Yeah, a couple I went weeks. on like a six day bender. And my yeah. lungs popped. I was. My uh, like a C cup breast popped out there. The oxygen was filling up into my chest through it, and I was in the hospital for a while on the EKG Jeez, machines man. and whatnot. Yeah. And you think that would learn you, but <laughs> hey, man. So, how how far into your using did that happen? Like, uh, that was about five five years into it. Yeah, uh, it's amazing when we're so, that deep, hey. Yeah, so it went on for about 
over a decade. I was heavy using for at least 10 solid years. Yeah. Right? And that was at least a ball a day and a couple of bottles of vodka. That was, yeah. my, that was my DOC right there, right? And I always thought I could handle it, and I thought I was a nice guy. And like I said, I thought I was a gentleman. And it turns out I was a big asshole to everybody mm. and well, starting fights and whatnot. So it's fucking... Well, I think the, the truth is, man, I think you are a gentleman. I think like you're when you're not using or drinking, because I've only known you not to use, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I've come to know like a real gentleman, actually. Yeah. It's probably why you feel that way, even though that might have been a long time ago. Yeah. Well, for a long time, I didn't think that I actually deserved sobriety, mm-hmm. you know, from the guilt and the trauma and everything that may have been self-caused or whatever, right? But it all leads back to the same shit at the end of the day, and it's all, it all affects the same psych psyche like whatever mm. the fuck's going on in their your mind right so yeah my dopamine is doesn't even exist right so uh, yeah like i'm on pills for all this kind of shit now just to keep me functioning and it, it helps me for sure right but it's a hard pill to swallow literally that mm-hmm. you're going to be on pills for the rest of your life to fucking be normal right yeah so, but i think you got the right i mean we've talked before but like i think when when we can get properly medicated we can take away a lot of the urge to use, right? Like, oh, a hundred percent, right? And uh, yeah, I find that the thought, like, I think about the bad times. I try not to think about the good times when I was mm-hmm. using, because that that's a trigger itself, mm-hmm. right? And I'm my mind as soon as I catch a trigger, right? I'm I'm stuck on it for a while, right? Mm-hmm. The new meds were helping actually a lot to keep me focused and where I need to be, like my company and my children, man. Like that's yeah. all that really matters at the end of the day. And as long as my kids are ha- they're healthy and they're happy and mm-hmm whatever right it's just day by day for me so yeah like whatever happened i don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow but i know today like uh we went to uh we signed a thing with armadio to sell our indigenous products in their store so mm-hmm. it's just big the more i work this program and the more i stay focused i'm, I'm seeing it come back right mm-hmm. i'm seeing creator put these things in front of me everything i've prayed for and all that good stuff you know mm-hmm. like it's crazy when you actually see it unraveling in front of you, you know, and it's, but it's a bittersweet moment too, you know, Mm -hmm. because I lost a lot lot of people along the way, right, so it's kind of heartbreaking too, right, Mm -hmm. it's tough, I was thinking about today, I almost broke down, but it's like, it's good breakdown, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. so you got to keep positive about it, and you know, just suck it down a little bit, and Mm -hmm. remember what, what we're doing this for, right, so yeah, keep focused, man, and just, you know, and, and Honestly, if I can do it, fuck anyone can do mm-hmm. it, man. Ask anybody that knows me if they thought I'd be sitting right here even f- since 10 months ago, man. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, no, man, that guy's a fucking junkie. He's going to be dead or in jail, you know? Well, the good news is you're just sitting with another junkie. We're yeah, just I two junkies sitting here having a conversation. There you go, right? so, so fuck them. Exactly. <laughs> what are they doing? They're probably out at the fucking bar on Ooh, a Saturday, yeah, right? So who knows? Who's the fucking junkie? Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever. Well, well, the good news is, is that's not you today, right? No, it's not, right? Like, and I, I don't portray myself as that. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm an addict 100%, and that will never change. But I. I don't associate myself with people that are using mm-hmm. to like that. You know, of course, I have friends that are still stuck in the struggle and I'll be here and, you know, I'm yeah. not going to ever turn my back because I, if they're like willing and able, like they're trying to quit mm-hmm. and whatever, fuck, why, why, why would I ever turn my back on you, right? Yeah, chances I, are you'd help yeah, them. And there's no way that I'm ever going to fucking tell you to quit because at the end of the day, I know for a fact that that's not going to help your case. Yeah. And that's going to make you resent me and I don't need that and you don't need that, so... Well, and if it worked, we would have stopped a long time exactly, ago. Exactly, right? And the first time, my mom said, why are you doing drugs? Okay, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It would have been done like that. You're right, mom. It's bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't have been sitting in the basement for six days, hearing the floors creak.
week, right? Fucking yeah. Fucking up, right? So going through the carpet, like exactly, right? Fucking. I know. Night. Yesterday, I was dropped something over here for sure. Yeah. Like fucking just wild stuff, mm -hmm. right? Places that your mind would never go. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, the situations I put myself in. Unfortunately, led me to jail laws. Like just this last year alone, I've been to jail five times. One time for what a month or so I was in, mm -hmm. re or close to yeah, whatever, a few weeks in remand there. I did. I also uh, went to treatment twice, mm -hmm. detox, you know, relapsed a couple times this year for sure, you know, mm -hmm. but all in all, it was, uh, my, my, so my, my relapses now, they're not like they, it's not like back in the day before it was just a normal thing to get high, but mm -hmm. now when I relapse, all this pent up shit comes out and I fucking explode on people, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I'm driving around. dangerous. Yeah, then I'm driving around and I'm hurting people and doing things I shouldn't be doing. And next mm -hmm. thing you know, you're getting taken down in high-risk traffic takedowns and such mm -hmm. like that, right? So, but teach their own. And honestly, I've... Well, whatever it takes to get you in the door, right? Ex exactly, right? And like, maybe, fuck, it could have been avoided for sure, but it happened. And mm -hmm. uh, I have to deal with the consequences of my actions for sure. And I'm willing and able to do that, right? Yeah. Because I have the mindset for it now, you know? I'm not... Uh, uh, all about uh, what's that playing victim, you know? Because mm -hmm. fuck everyone. Well, you've the never done that since I've known you. Yeah, right? not once. So. But I used to be big, big, big on just being the victim. It was mm -hmm. I'm high because you made me get high, mm -hmm. right? You didn't do what I wanted to do, so I went and got fucking high for seven days, and yeah. then I came home and broke the whole house, you know, like yeah, and solved all the problems. Yeah, that solved all the problems, right? <laughs> I spent all my money, all everything, right? Yeah. So now, now I'm in debt, mm -hmm. sore nose. Right. And yeah. So you got to show for <laughs> so, right? What do you think some of the keys are for you, man? Like, obviously I have lots of opinions, but like, what, what are some of the keys for you to stay on the path? Even though despite relapses, whatever, um, those don't make or break a person. No, they don't. It's unless how you, they it's do. How you, right? It's how, yeah, for sure. But it's all about how you come out of it. I That's feel, right. right. So like hope to God and pray that it doesn't happen. But if, you know, but I, I'm setting myself up with a structure that, you know, I have supports and a system to fall, fall that mm -hmm. fall in place as soon as I have a thought of relapse, right? So mm -hmm. things like that. And I turn to crafts, right? Crafting is, yep. is my meditation and prayer and, you know, smudge, go be in nature, go mm -hmm. for, go for a walk, right? When it's nice out, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, and tell me if you don't feel a lot better after that, yeah. right? And some people are like, yeah, I, I'll smoke a nice joint or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. and I'll just, you'll find yourself, right? Yeah. And it's it's really eye open. It's been eye opening for me. Like, I used to hunt and stuff like that, but I used to be out in the bush high, and I would be mm -hmm. doing stuff. So I never actually enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. You know, I enjoyed being away from everybody in the bush high. Yeah, it was the drugs. It didn't matter where I was. If there was drugs there, I was there. Yeah. You know? Well, and out the in the bush, you got nobody around, right? Now, so. And if the drugs weren't there, guess what? I don't want to be in the bush no more. I'm going back home. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Like, and that's just, I literally chased, chased it for so long, but I sold copious amounts of the stuff. So like, it didn't hurt me too much financially until it hurt me too much financially, mm -hmm. you know? So. Well, cause eventually it just takes everything. Eventually. And it did. Yeah. Right. And you, everybody wants to live that scar faced life, but they, mm. there is no sequel, my friend, right? It is going to end just like that. Yeah. You know? So, and that's the, that's the hard reality behind uh, the drug deal and the dope game, right? Like mm -hmm. it's, uh. There's only a couple of ways out, mm. right? So, well, and, and you found one. Like yeah. honestly, like from the time you and I have met until now, like there's just so much about what you do now that makes that fills me with so much. Um, 
I don't know, man. Like, I want to say joy. I think joy yeah. is probably the word. But it's joy because you connect more and more to, like, who you are every time we meet, right? Like, yeah, sure. you become more you from the person that I met. And, I mean, that's it's been incredible to see how your reconnection or maybe a new connection to yeah, your culture so, is helping so. you. Oh yeah. Like tell me, tell us about that because I know there's people out there. So uh, we, we probably haven't had this conversation. Maybe we have in a, in a certain way, but there's lots of people out there that don't get it through the 12 steps. Okay. Yeah. And that maybe can't for yeah. whatever reason, right. And, it's not a good or that's bad me thing. too. Right. Like I'm not big on the whole, like, yeah, it helped me when I needed it for mm -hmm. sure. I needed structure Mm -hmm. Right. I needed, I needed that, uh, I needed that discipline in my life. Right. I, mm. And that's what kind of got me to where I needed to be. So, yeah. you know, like I would never knock it a hundred, like it, yeah. it helps millions of people. Right. Like it's, it, it's, it's not about knocking. Reason, yeah. Right? It's there for a reason. Right. Yeah. But for me, I find that, um, just trying to find out who I am first before mm. trying to get involved with the group stuff and all that stuff and mm -hmm. giving back to it. How are you going to give back to people when you don't even know who you are as a person, right? Because mm -hmm. you've been high for over a decade. You, you never even knew who you, I was. I didn't even know who I was, was as a child, right? Yeah. So how, how can I give advice to somebody about something that I haven't fully comprehended yet, mm -hmm. right? So that's my outlook on it. Yeah. And like, that's just, for me, it's about, I, I need the meditation and like the structural foundation mm -hmm. in my life, right? I got to be on like a, What's that? A routine. Like, yeah. I have to, like, for me, it has to be routine, right? Mm -hmm. As soon as I get off my routine, I get, my head gets either bored or whatever it is, or, you know, I get lazy, mm -hmm. and then that's where you're going to fall into that relapse yeah. stages, I would say. You're not, not going to just pick up, still go pick up, but you but might But you might thoughts, go do something that's right? exciting and dangerous, because, right? yeah, when you were bored before, what did you do? Yeah. You want to kill a couple quick hours, a couple days, there you go, right? Yeah. So... Yeah. And then for like, I don't know, like a lot of plays affecting my daily is uh, insecurity still, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I get a lot of insecurities about just failure itself. Mm -hmm. And like that, that's almost a trigger itself for me that mm -hmm. I deal with daily, right? Yeah. I'm a very insecure person as, and I've just always been like that about everything, even mm -hmm. about the crafts and everything. Like it's very hard for me to put myself out there because yeah. like the rejection, it hurts me, man. Like mm -hmm. I, I talk about being tough and blah, blah, blah and yeah. all this, but it, like inside man like emotionally like shit scarred me and hurt mm -hmm. me like deep to the core right so yeah man i from all the past trauma and everything like all my ptsd like that still plays a big part in things mm -hmm. right like i don't go hunting anymore and stuff like yeah. that because just being around guns or anything like that brings up a part of my past that i don't want to be involved in anymore mm -hmm. and and it's uh it's more or less because i ruined i ruined the, the spirituality behind the hunt right mm, yeah yeah. Is that's the best way I can put it. And until I find that again, I won't, mm. I, it's just not, not in the cards for me right and now. And that makes a lot of sense, man. So. Because hunting isn't just an action, right? Exactly, like it, right. So It's a part of ceremony, I exactly. think, right? So for me, it's just the crafts and getting back and finding who I, who I am as a person too, right? And I mm. uh, talked to my elder yesterday and he was telling me, it's like, you know, indigenous people and stuff, we're naturally artistic, right? Mm. Which we have to be. Right from the bush, you could look at a tree and what can I make from this? Right, mm. you look at a plant and the, what can I use this for? Just things along the line. So I'm learning lots from my elders and stuff as well. Mm. Right, so everything I like. So he told me a story about the bum bears, right? 
and the, With story, the bum bear the bum bear yeah so there's pretty much three types of people in the world like, as when it comes to like addiction it's like, so you got the bears that are just stay in the woods you know they don't come into the dump they don't need that stuff they mm -hmm. don't want to be around it right they just they're just bears mm -hmm. you know functioning bears then you yeah. got the bears that they come and dabble sometimes sometimes they stay for a couple of weeks a couple mm -hmm. days whatever but they always go find their way back out to the woods yeah and then you have the bum bear that just sits in the dump eating whatever he can because it's right there mm -hmm. it's the same thing with drugs mm -hmm. right you'll find your, your if you're dabbling it like now you might stay you might stay right but that's mm -hmm. some people some people can do that yep some people can just avoid it some people just physically can't and they're just attracted and drawn mm -hmm. back to it every time and once and they it, get it they don't need nothing exactly. else. exactly it, yeah it's like sugar for the bears right yeah why would you it gets the brain kicking man hmm. So shit, I mean, man! I never thought of it like that. Like, that's I came up with that when I was a fishing game officer back in the day, and I was yeah. like, man, like that's the honest to god truth. Like, if you want to break it down like that, yeah. that's and it's crazy because I was the one that would come and dabble. But when I came and dabbled, I dabbled for a year or two, you know. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I'd take like, I'd, well, okay, that's a lie. I was just full on bum bear. Yeah. In the, I was in the dumps, man. Yeah. Uh, wake up, snort. Back even in high school, I'd get yeah. up, I'd get high, I'd go to school, I'd pound those little airplane shooters that I'd steal mm -hmm. from my parents or whoever the fuck I could steal to any liquor mm -hmm. off of at the time, right? So, it, and then it just led to crime, really, mm -hmm. right? So, well, there's got to be a way to support that, right? Exactly, like, right. Yeah. And it's I make next to nothing these days running my own stuff, but it's the fact that it's something that I can. How, go home and be proud. Like I can go home with pride at the end of the day. You know? I'm like, I'm glad that you can, man, because you make some beautiful things. So dude. and yeah, and like yeah. we're just trying to get it out there. We're gonna be doing a bunch of craft craft events with YYC Made and stuff like that. Yeah. So we'll be out in Cochrane a lot this summer, and I want to try to get as many powwows as I can. Mm -hmm. Try and get out at these trading posts and really get this brand out there, right? Yeah. So and then eventually I want to start giving back, right? I want to set up like things at, at risk youth is mm -hmm. especially indigenous youth right like the gang life and everything like when you come from like poverty in, in a sense right like that's a brotherhood in a way and like and mm -hmm. i get it man i've been you know i understand it you know like they they got the flashy mm -hmm. cars the clothes the women they got everything why wouldn't you want that right well especially if you come from nothing exactly yeah like that's you don't pretty... got two bucks in your pocket yeah right he's got 300 sitting there and he's just what moving a couple of bags on the same two yeah. houses down from you why couldn't you do that and like it just falls into the lifestyle monkey mm -hmm. see monkey do type shit right yeah. so and I, I was the same way you know like well it may when you're in that lifestyle it's super hard to resist it right yeah 100 like, percent. you're not going to hang around and not want to be a part of it and still even yeah. in the, the liquor in my family now you know like they're mm -hmm. not going to stop on my on my account and i wouldn't make them right so yeah. like I know when my timing's up and I know my limits and I stay within it, man. Like mm. it's the best I can do. And uh, if they take people take offense to me, you know, come, whatever, then it is what it is. But it's yeah. my sobriety. And like the day that I chose me first, it's like it, my mind just opened up to new wonders of the world, mm -hmm. right? Like I'm venturing out now, I'm getting out of my comfort zone completely. Right, mm. and like, even doing something like this, like my anxiety on the way here, my armpits are sweating, got the windows down, <laughs> cruising three smokes, you know, yeah. like, fuck, what the fuck am I going to say, right? Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's craziness, right? But Well, we couldn't even smell it, man. We couldn't smell yeah. the sweat or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's nerve-wracking, though, man. It is you're, you're like, so, right? you're embarking on just an incredible journey, dude. And you know? it's coming at me so quick that it's yeah. a little overwhelming, 
but it's it's good anxiety now, you know, like yeah, I don't have to pack a weapon to go come to my meeting, you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no I, doubt. I don't think man. that I'm gonna get jumped in this room right now, you know, like yeah. I'm not on edge, eyeing everybody up, sizing people up and whatever, mm. right? So it's I'd like, be eyeing him up yeah. though for sure, <laughs> like, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's cagey, right? So <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. But I, mean, I appreciate that because you come from a life where you have yeah. to watch your back constantly. And it right? takes a lot to like, yeah. and I've been finding like my anger is a little bit getting a little bit worse these days. Mm-hmm. I can, and I'm seeing that, but I just got my meds changed and stuff. So, yeah. you know, it takes a couple of days, I hope. Right. So, mm-hmm. but I'm watching it. Right. I'm aware of it now. Yeah. As before is I was completely unaware of mm-hmm. anything. Right. People would tell me, hey, I do this, I do that. What are you talking about, man? Yeah. Like, even I'd be so high to be driving around holding my chest. You all right? Like, what am I doing? Right? It's like, that's probably not okay. And I'm sketching yeah. everybody out because I'm always holding my chest because I have a bad heart, right? It's like, yeah. well, maybe I shouldn't have just did 15 lines and then went 140 down to your foot, right? Like, I'd be concerned too, man. Exactly. So, <laughs> Especially if I'm the passenger and I look right. over and you're holding your heart. Yeah, it's like, I'm Dude, what's going on? And I don't want anybody else to drive because <laughs> I'm a terrible backseat driver. Especially yeah. when I'm fucked up, right? Oh, my life's in my hands. I can die like that. That's okay. You know, it's a recipe for death right 100%, there, hundred percent, right? Yeah. And by whose power, I don't know. I've made it out of some situations that I definitely shouldn't have, you know? Fucking A, man. So, yeah, I got too many scars on the body to prove things. Mm. And, you know, it'll just tell you a little story of where you were, you know? But mm. you can't let it define you at all, you know? So, yeah. like, yeah, I was a junkie, and I'll always be a junkie at heart, I guess you could say, but it's sure. Look what a junkie can do when I put my mind to it. Instead of focusing on that next high and mm. then next, you know, you can, when you were actively using, the grind was real. Mm-hmm. I sell snow to an Eskimo, man, you know? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't matter. At the end of the day, I'm getting that 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 300 bucks, mm-hmm. 400 bucks, right? When you're sober, you sit there like, fuck, I can't even make 10 bucks, right? <laughs> because your mind is not on go mode like that. Yeah. You don't have to hustle and grind. But when, if you have it, you have it, right? So I just threw mm-hmm. that into the crafts and stuff, and I didn't let my let my mind run with things, right? Mm-hmm. So I make things, and like people, I show people, like, what do you think of this? And they're like, fuck yeah, or like you, you throw mm-hmm. me good ideas back, and it's like, yeah, actually, that's a really good idea, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then yeah, so like, well, us non-artists, man, like uh, there's there's so much stuff that that I think of, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to make it, right? Uh, so if I say it to you, it's because I think you know how to make yeah, it. So. And I like don't when, have a fucking clue. I see, and like when I see people now, like I'm not sizing. When if I'm staring at someone now, I'm not sizing you up. I'm, I'm appreciating what you're wearing, right? Mm. Like I'm checking your those, those are handmade. I can tell, or yeah. your chokers or whatever like that, you know. And you can appreciate something when you know where it's coming from, right? Wow, man, yeah. So uh, blood, sweat, and tears go into these products, man. Mm. Made with all the TLC, yeah. right? So, and we every all one of our products, man. We smudge it. It's blessed, mm. and we also we send a little pack of handpicked sage with it, right? Oh, from our wow, family man. to yours, and, right? and we'll, we'll keep that up, and yeah, so. I smudged with the sage you gave me, like, right. oh, over the holidays. That, that was good sage. Yeah, man, very, very nice. Good sage. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I smudged with that when I first got out of jail, and it just mm. cleared me right up and helped me, helped me get out of that, uh, that hole that you're in, you know? It's yeah. stuck on repeat, because you're trying to, it's just, it's a different feeling, right? Yeah. Like, you got to shut your mind off in jail, but your, your senses are heightened. Right, mm. but you're not doing nothing. <laughs> so yeah, like, you're just like, chilling. You just got all this, pe- and like with me and like my ADHD and shit, I'm just bouncing. Right, I'm mm. bouncing myself, so I'm working out, I'm drawing, I'm fidgeting. Like, fuck, I was just a clicking pen. Like, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. doing shit. That, I don't know, man. Just keep my mind busy, counting, fucking whatever, looking outside the window, trying to see mm. how many birds I can see today. Right. 
Yeah. I used to see coyotes out myself when I was on Unit 3 and stuff, and I, was, I thought it was the coolest fucking thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you had to well, be, dude, you're looking outside, you're yeah. seeing something that's free. You can always find good things in the bad. If you, it just, It's all about perspective, mm -hmm. right? And I'm finally learning that perspective is everything, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, with the, I have charges, and they're still pending and still looking at uh, jail time and pen time and whatnot, mm -hmm. and, like, all that kind of shit. So, but... but what's me sitting here dwelling on it and beating myself up and mm -hmm. going into back into that state of depression and probably relapse and mm -hmm. what you know because it's all it's all grouped up into one right if you don't deal with it it's like a snowball effect it'll just grab and grab and grab and mm -hmm. then boom you're fucking before you can deal with your problems you got 30 things to deal mm -hmm. with ain't nobody can deal with 30 things at once i don't give a fuck who you are yeah right and that's just the reality of it so for me, it's easier to break it down day by day. What do I have to do today? Mm -hmm. I write it down on paper the night before, tomorrow. What am I doing? I'll put mm -hmm. a thing there. If I didn't get to it, I put, why didn't I get to that? Mm -hmm. You know, am I going to, is it going to be done tomorrow? Like, what? there's got to be a reason. It can't just be because I was fucking lazy. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't want to because that's not good enough for me no more. It used to be. Mm -hmm. It was good enough. You know, if I want, yeah, just not to go work, I don't want to. Mm -hmm. Call in sick, call in sick, call in sick, right? You lose jobs because I was targeting yeah. the night before. Right, I was still up at four in the morning waiting for that six o'clock so I could call the boss. And, mm -hmm. You know, like whatever shit. Yeah. Like, and like now when when I do my own company, shit, the only person that I would ever affect is me. Mm -hmm. But you don't want your company to have a bad name behind it, and it yeah. doesn't take much. No. You know, so now that like I'm being serious about it, there can't be a slip up. You know, like mm -hmm. this is what it has. This is my livelihood. This is for my family. I'm trying to build something that my children can appreciate and mm -hmm. jump into, you know, something I can leave behind with the legacy, you know? So yeah. that's, that's the end goal of this company and everything behind it. Right. And we honestly, it, st it started as a thought years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's like slowly grew, slowly grew. And that's how you can kind of see like my growth, I guess, as a person. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause talk is cheap. And yeah. I was a big fucking talker. You want to sit there and shoot million dollar ideas. I'll sit mm -hmm. there with you all night. You know, we'll be billionaires by the end of this conversation, yeah. right? Yep. On paper, yep. right? So that's how I was. But like, so now instead of having 20 different ideas, like, oh, I want to have these food trucks and this and that. And yeah, maybe one day down the line I will. Mm -hmm. But for now, I'm going to take everything and focus on what I can do and what mm -hmm. can I do about this situation now to better it off, to expand, you know, stuff like that. So I'm just yep. one man, you know, and I'm hand making all this stuff. So it's... It's good for me. Keeps me busy. My mind is, you know, my mm -hmm. mind is focused. I know what I need to do daily. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that every morning I'm going to take the kids to school and I'm going to come back and blah blah blah, whatever. Right? Get yeah. to it. So, it's a whole different lifestyle now than getting up and getting high and mm. just driving around, man. You know how much gas I wasted. How does it but, feel to be like free of that compulsion, though, man? It's uh, it's overwhelming almost. Yeah. Because you don't. It's like what's what's next. Mm -hmm. It feels like there's something coming like yeah. where I need to take, I feel like you need to take this addiction. It's like, it's almost like people say that you always just swap it out for something else, mm -hmm. but what are you going to swap it out for is the question. Right? Yep. So I want to be, be positive things, you know? So everything like for social media, social media is poison itself. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's just the reality of it. Oh man. People so, take it too seriously. It gets out of hand. Right. Yep. And it's yep. just people that don't think for themselves. And, and so it's like, it's hard to, understand the concept of things if you're taking it from a group of people online mm -hmm. right so like when it comes to the indigenous things like all the mis the children that they found and stuff you know mm -hmm. and then you got people that are backing up the residential schools and obviously this and all that but they don't even know the fucking the half of it right they have no clue they man. have not a clue right yeah. they don't know the 
the poison, the torture, and everything else that went in behind these closed doors, right? I would assume they don't know, and they don't want to know. Mm. That way, they can do nothing. And that's another thing about yeah. bringing back the craftsman. You're bringing back something that was taken, right? That was yeah. banned and outlawed from mm -hmm. our people, right? So, like, just that is enough. That should be enough mm -hmm. for you wanting to bring back your heritage and your pride, yeah. right? Like, my grandma, if she was still alive, she would love that, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like, and... It's just crazy to think of that I can be some something that I owe something that how do I put this? You know, and if if I was when I was high, I'd look at things. Oh man, I wish I could do that. I wish mm -hmm. I could be that like focused on something and not just wanted to get high. Because when you get high, you sit there and like you're looking at your hands and fucking chew mm -hmm. your nail for seven days. Mm -hmm. It's fucking gone, right? Like yeah. shit like that, you know. But now it's like. My mind is all over the place, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this bead work here. I got stations set up, so I'm doing mm -hmm. some bead work. I'm doing some leather work, right? Yeah. I'm doing some drawing, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's always something to do. And if not, clean the house, go with mm -hmm. the kids, blah, 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 shit like that. It's, I got to keep my mind busy and focused or else I will go off track a hundred percent. So now, now that I don't have that addiction, my mind is, well, I have that addiction, sorry. I don't have that craving, right? Yeah. So I without that craving, my mind is kind of opened up to other things and I have mm -hmm. to be very careful on what I allow in my life right now because I have a very addictive personality mm -hmm. and I know that, right? So, and it's one of my, it doesn't matter what I do, I fucking do it, you yeah. know? So I got to be very careful in where I'm going to place myself and who I'm going to place myself around, mm -hmm. especially because, you know, if, if someone first sitting around a bunch of people and they busted out and played a blow, there's probably a 70% chance that I'm going to take one of those lines. And then there's a 100% chance after that, that no one will see me for about a year. Yeah. You know, because I'm going on a nice bender after that. Mm -hmm. Right. And I know that. And even just saying right there, my yep. blood just started getting warm. My heart started pumping. I fucking but, feel it too, man. Right. So, and you need to <laughs> yeah. shut that shit out because yeah. what comes after that is, you know, you're always going to chase that first line mm -hmm. and that's it. And you're never going to find that. Yeah. I got a hole that I could put a toonie through in my, in my, like, you know, my, my septum. Your septum? Yeah. yeah. All deviate, whatever. I got fuck. I could pick my fingers up and pull them out the other side, you know, like shit. Like, so you Gross. Imagine, you can imagine what's going on up in the brain part of it yeah. and whatever else to the body, right? The damage yeah. that's been done, you know, that's not going to heal by itself. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not no, you know, my body ain't going to fucking regenerate a new fucking nose. I ain't a lizard, you know? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I wish. wait, we're not lizards? Yeah. Wait. So <laughs> maybe down the line I'll look into getting that fixed, but uh, mm -hmm. I better be damn certain that there will never be another relapse coming. And But you never really do know because for me, death is a big, big thing for me. Mm. It brings me back and it's very, it's very easy for me to... So there's like a... Let's just put it like this. There's a million reasons to go get high, mm -hmm. right? And you could take the pros and the cons and you could weigh them out and I bet... The, the cons will be less less than your pros if you're an active user. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 100%. You'll be like, well, well, what's the downfall? I lose some money, maybe a couple friends. No fuck. downside. I don't even talk to my mom anyways, yeah. right? Like, fucking, you know? Like, yeah. I don't even like my family anyway, those assholes. Yeah, right? They don't even trust me. Yeah, yeah. because you fucking steal from them. Right? <laughs> like, so. I don't know why you don't trust me. Exactly. And <laughs> when, when you're sober, do you allow people like that around you? No. Right, no. so, but yeah. I don't judge anybody, right? Like, I've been there. We're not judging, man. We're just talking, right? Exactly, right? So, like, you can't. And, like, and like I've been in the shoes, right? So, like, that's yeah. why I know, like, I would love that. 
I like giving back, you know, mm-hmm. like to do the charity work, to whatever I can to volunteer and anything like that. Like I'm um, COVID pending obviously now, which is yeah. crazy that that affects giving back for free. Mm-hmm. So you can't go through groups and stuff. Like we just take the family. We got some little tooth and stuff. We'll yeah. go hand those out ourselves. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go with 30 people and post it on social media and stuff. I know for myself that mm-hmm. what we did, we did a good deed today and, I can sleep better at night knowing mm. that. And it's just as easy as that, helping one person a day, you know, like yeah. holding the fucking door for somebody or whatever, right? Like, mm. so I, it's, it's crazy. And like, I just trying to get, get out of the mentality of that everyone's against you. Mm-hmm. It's a very hard thing to do, right? Well, it's, it's hard because partly it's true that they were. Oh, yeah. Right? Like when yeah. we were out there acting the way we were acting, it, people do want to get us yeah. because. Because you're doing shit to get them. Stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. fucking kicked in my yeah. door. Yeah, I'm going to probably try to find you. Yeah, right? the more selfish we are, oh, yeah. the more enemies we'll make. Right? And I was the biggest selfish piece of shit. And like, I can fully admit that. It mm. was me, fucking always me. Me, 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 man. Yeah. I didn't give a fuck what was going on. Any time of day, if I was if I was mm-hmm. using, I didn't give a fuck. I would lie, steal, mm-hmm. say anything to get out of the house or whatever. Fucking oh, like fuck, blah blah blah, and I wouldn't come back for days because once I know I fucked up, right? Yeah. And it's just so you're losing trust. And every time you do that, you do that, and you do that mm-hmm. for so many years. Why the fuck are people gonna trust you? And it's been taking me a long time to start building that, and I'm finally building that trust back mm-hmm. within my family and through all my relationships and mm-hmm. everything now, right? Mm-hmm. That I couldn't have done before because I wasn't, I never held myself responsible, mm-hmm. right? I, I, like I said, it's everyone else's reason why I'm falling by story. It's everyone else's fault mm-hmm. why I'm getting high, right? Yeah. So, so how can I change? Are you mm-hmm. guys gonna change? Why do I have to change if nobody else is gonna fucking change? Yeah. Right? But at the end of the day, now that I see it, like, Fuck, we, the events and the fun, family functions we have, they're mm-hmm. awesome, right? And it was always just me bringing everybody down, mm-hmm. right? So, Well, it was you bringing you with you, right? Yeah, and whatever right. was going on oh, for yeah. you. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah never, I was never present. I wasn't present in my kids' lives. And like mm-hmm. that's what hurts me the most. And it's like I've tried to make up for that as much as I can, but I'll, you'll never make up for that. Yeah. Right? So the best thing I can do is just be there always now and stay focused because mm-hmm. if I'm not right in the head, then... I'm no good to them. Mm-hmm. I'm no good to anybody. Well, and remembering the things that you do that make you, as you said, right in the head, right? right. Like, because there's things that you do every day mm. that allow you some freedom, yeah. right? And if they're, like you mentioned it earlier, discipline. Mm. If you're undisciplined, you won't last very long. No, you like will it, not last long. In any capacity, right? No. Like, because we have to be disciplined at a new life or we're going to easily fall into our mm. old one, yep. right? And building a new life is a thousand times easier said than done, mm-hmm. right? You're changing the places you go to. Like, I used to go to these grow stores all the time and buy grow equipment and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now I go to the leather store next door to it. Didn't know that was there. <laughs> Never knew that was no there. No idea. Right? I go in parts and <laughs> what the heck? When yeah. did you get here? Right? Yeah. And it's just amazing to see, like, it's a different world outside of your little secluded world that you lived in that you thought was so big, mm-hmm. but is really minuscule on the scale yeah. of bigger things in life, honestly, yeah. right? And it's... Once you realize that, the, the possibilities are endless, right? Mm-hmm. The world's so open and so free and just, you don't have to be locked down. Like me, I can't be locked down working for somebody, you know, like mm-hmm. I'd rather be broke and struggling and for now and just building my career as I want it now, you mm-hmm. know? 
getting out there and getting out of my comfort zone because it's building me up to be a better man. So whatever comes from my craft, I say if it doesn't work out, you know, at the very end of it, I'm going to be a better person through mm -hmm. at the end of this, regardless. Yeah. Everything's got to be a lesson to me now, lesson to me now, right? Because I could take the bad out of anything good mm -hmm. before. Now I'll take the good out of anything bad. Yeah. You know, my car broke down. Okay. Well, guess what? Get to use these little nifty hands here to try and do some mechanic <laughs> shit. Get on YouTube or whatever mm. fuck it is, right? And yep. then you find a little bit more pride in something that you didn't even know you could do. Yeah. Right? And just expanding your horizons, man, mm. is the best way. If you, if people are feeling stuck or what, anything like that, you know, mm. get out there. Do something that you don't do. Fuck, yeah. I started doing yoga, man. Like, people see me fucking think I was walk around like a gangster with some carrier pistols and mm -hmm. blah, 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 this and that out and they're stretching, doing yoga like an old lady and just loving life, right? Yeah, man. And I was feeling great, you know? So that's what I'm going to get start getting back into, mm -hmm. giving myself that 15, 20 minutes a day, right? Yeah. Which is, and I think that everybody should have that in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. Because for me, I used to get up and go, right? Yeah. And that when I actually can sit down and kind of, like, because sometimes you'll wake up and you'll have a fucked up dream, especially in recovery, mm -hmm. right? not unknown i can tell you that yeah. right? like i still wake up swinging and screaming and stuff like that mm -hmm. but that's just my ptsd and whatever right yeah but i can't let sometimes i used to let that dream affect how my day was going to play out now mm -hmm. right so shit like that is like so minuscule but like why would i let that affect me back in the day right because you didn't know what you didn't yeah. know well, man because i wasn't comfortable in my own skin mm -hmm. right i didn't know me from the guy in the mirror right yeah so like you get high and you look, you don't know who the fuck you are anymore, right? Every day, every week you're changing. You're getting, you ate this week, so you put on 10 pounds. Next week you lost 30 because you mm -hmm. went on the week bender, you know? And like, that's, that's me, right? Like sometimes yeah. I see people and then I see them like a week later and I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. They're like, are you okay? Yeah. Right? Then they see them next week like, oh, you're looking good. You must be off the shit, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I quit for three days. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had a like, fucking cheeseburger. Yeah. It's yeah. like, wow, right? It's yeah. like, just, um, it's. And like when you see it in yourself and you start living the life that you know you deserve, mm -hmm. things are going to come, good things are going to come to you, man, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's an amazing feeling that of accomplishment. Like, like I said, like I want to cry because it's accomplishment shit that we did today, right? Mm -hmm. For my company, it's a big step and stuff like that, you know, and it's exciting, right? So mm. it's very exciting and who knows, so like, our possibilities are just expanded a little more and a little mm -hmm. more and right. So like, and I got to keep going with it. Right. I can't yeah. just stop. Like what, you know, like, well, it's kind of interesting you say that because what you want to do is you want to keep feeding possibility. Yeah. As a so, as opposed to stopping the possibility, mm -hmm. we want to feed it. Right. Yeah. We want to say what is possible. Yeah. Right. And it's endless. Right. So yeah. it's like, what is like you, you're just coming people that are just coming into recovery per se. Right. Let's say like, you know, you're got your, first couple of days sober you're just mm -hmm. getting your chip or whatever you're doing right that chip that people get it's there because it's a sense of accomplishment mm -hmm. when like you know i used to love it i used to go to two different meetings a day to get two different chips one mm -hmm. for my keys one for home right stuff like that mm -hmm. you know and it's the same thing if if you can find that accomplished like something something that's gonna uh, fuck, how do you even put it well, something that's going to make you feel esteem, right? Yeah, yeah. Every that's what day, we're trying to do. one little thing yep. every day. That's all it's going to take. And mm -hmm. if you made it through that one day sober, mm -hmm. you have a better chance of doing it the next day. Yeah. Right? Absolutely, man. So. And, and what, what helps people who can't tell the truth tell the truth is telling the truth. Exactly, right? Learning and to the, do it over and over again. The hardest thing is 
telling yourself the truth. Ah, fuck. Like, totally. When you're doing, like, your four and your five and all that shit, and you got to start bringing, getting into, like, resentment mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and it's like, shit, I don't want to think about that. No. Nope. I buried that shit 10 years ago for a reason before mm-hmm. my addiction. Oh, yeah. that's why you might have a little bit of an addiction, my friend. I'm not <laughs> saying that's the whole reason, but it all, at all, like I said, it's a snowball effect, right? You bury one, one thing, mm-hmm. and, like, for me, it was the death, like, when I was 12 years old, I lost my best friend, and I buried mm. that until just this year. Yeah. You know, it's like I can finally speak about it without breaking down, and, you know, because now I want to leave something for them to remember me by, you know? Like, mm. they don't want to see me all high, sitting in the corner crying, fucking, oh, fuck, I miss you, like, shit mm-hmm. like that. Like, you know, they want to see you doing good and so happy that you cry, and it's mm. like, you know, like, we did it, fuck, yeah, you know, like... Yeah. Shit like that. And it's it's perspective thing again, right? Mm. And that's the biggest blessing that I got from getting sober is my mind is not uh, not in the cage no more, mm. right? Like, didn't matter if I was in jail or home or wherever because my mind was stuck in the same spot on mm. repeat for 10 years, right? I don't even really remember what happened. It feels like one long year. Mm-hmm. People tell me, like, oh, you remember when you did this or whatever? It's like, no, I don't. Yeah. You know, or it's like, you remember this time we went to this fun night, we're doing all this fun stuff. No, I don't. Yeah. Because I was so fucked up. I probably sitting at the table, not doing anything, fidgeting and sketching out that there's going to be a fight or whatever. Mm. So I'm looking for a weapon or loading, whatever it is. Right. Mm. And it's just a terrible feeling. And when I let that go, finally, like Mm. walking out the house and knowing like whatever's going to happen is going to happen regardless. Mm. Right. Why am I gonna Why am I gonna worry about it, right? Mm. Let's just do what we have to do, and you know, and yeah. keep going. Because there's a probably about a ninety five percent chance whatever you're thinking isn't gonna happen. Yeah, you know, because what I was thinking is, man, there's gonna you know some crazy uh, mm. next level stuff, right? So yeah. like, but it's just when when you're actively using, you a hundred percent believe in in your own your own fears in a way, right? Well, they become, they become self-actualizing, right? Yeah, yeah. it almost yeah. becomes a reality for you. Like yeah. a Even though nothing's happened. Uh, yeah, a subconscious yeah. fear, you feel like it's actually happened to you. And then yeah. you're almost like giving yourself PTSD or trauma from an event that never happened. Mm-hmm. And that's, where my, that's what I used to do to myself. And then like, like my actual P- and I know now that that was not PTSD. That mm-hmm. was just me stuck it on repeat right yeah. like shit like that like my ptsd now when it hits me it stops me right mm-hmm. and it's like i mean i cringe and i can't move and it's mm-hmm. like i think about if that gun would have turned or like somebody could have mm-hmm. been dead so quickly so easily like whatever mm-hmm. like so many different situations and like and it just it amazes me right and yeah. it's, i don't ever want that again in my life and mm-hmm. i don't think i'm gonna something like that's gonna happen to me at a craft show so Probably not. Yeah. yeah. So. Definitely not at a craft show or right. a powwow. Probably exactly. not, eh? So that's, yeah. that's where you're going to find me these days. So if you guys want to come check out the company, man, that's where Dude, we'll be t- at. Dude, tell us about the company. What, what are the, what's the name of it? Where can people find it? Uh, so we have uh, the Instagram, the TikTok. It's uh, J. Cree's Aboriginal, J. Cree's Aboriginal Crafts. Okay. And uh, yeah, you could email us on there. We do have an Etsy as well. That's uh, J. Uh, handmade aboriginal goods i mm-hmm. think that one is uh the wife made that one so okay when we we're just yeah so that one just started up uh, about two three days ago we got that going and we're just trying to take it slow but you know get ready for these upcoming events the first event will be out in okotoks april i believe april 8th and 9th 
Mm-hmm. It's a two-day event out there. There's a big craft fair going on, so we'll be well right booked on. out there. We got our banners coming. Is that going to be your first event, like with? That'll yeah. be our first big event with. Uh, that's not with the Op- uh, Op- Opulence Alliance or whatever mm-hmm. events, but uh, it's man, I cannot remember. It's a woman named Lori, and she holds a few events, uh, Chestermere events as well. Okay, stuff like that. So we're trying to expand into as much as we can this year, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, pretty much get once we get the brand out there and stuff. Get to, our, you know, we take pride in our work. Everything's mm-hmm. handmade. and So what kind know, of stuff? Speaking of that, it's handmade, all handcrafted. What stuff do you make? Well, it started out as my little uh, hobby bead shop. Mm-hmm. And I started with doing everything beaded, and I ran out of ideas and things that I would like to enjoy with the beadwork. So we've expanded into bags, messenger bags, uh, women's clutches, beaded ropes, mm-hmm. uh, fringe earrings, porcupine quilled earrings. Uh, buffalo horn indigenous chokers, Aboriginal breastplates. Mm-hmm. We're starting to get to more into the regalia and stuff like that as well. Uh, my elder, they actually shoot documentaries mm-hmm. for uh, Lumi, L-U-M-I or whatever. Okay. And we might be uh, have some of our stuff uh, in the next documentary on there. So Cool, man. Yeah, some of our work for, uh, I cannot remember her name. She's a Blackfoot warrior, hmm. right? So when you definitely, we'll, we'll get... We'll uh, figure that out and uh, definitely let you guys know. For sure, please do. Because it's, they're trying to bring up uh, p- history of uh, Indigenous people that aren't in the history books of mm-hmm. it, right? But they yeah. were a big part in the Blackfoot community, per se, or the Crees and mm-hmm. whatever, right? Well, because we know the history books left a bunch yes, of shit yes, out. Yes, exactly, yeah. right? So, <laughs> and unless Just a little bit of shit out. So unless like it's your band and it's your family and it comes down the line of generations, yeah. right? It's not really presented through, throughout Canada, right? Mm-hmm. And every different tribe, so we were dealing with same but different scenarios when it came to white people, right? Yeah. The Europeans and whatever like that, right? So like, and then like I learned about a lot of like... Um, like integrational trauma when I was doing my treatments and stuff because it was all Aboriginal based stuff mm-hmm. and like the 60s scoops and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, right? And it's like mind blowing the fucking shit that they were allowed to do back then to yeah. us, right? And Even makes, back as far as close as 97, man. And that's the thing, right? Yeah. So, and it's like, holy fuck, I, I could have been in one of those fucking schools or whatever, right? Or like, you know, like my grandma was in a residential mm-hmm. school. Like, our, we come from Beardy's Nokamastis in Duck Lake, right? Out in Saskatchewan and like there was a lot of residential schools out there too as well right mm-hmm. so like and yeah it's I, I i haven't been back to the resident a very long time or nothing like that but uh i definitely need to go back mm-hmm. to where we come from and just we got lots of family that live out there as well my dad and my aunties go up yeah usually once a year or so so i'll tag along this summer and get out there and i think that'd be incredible man. right so yeah Bring some of the work, give it to give it to my aunties and the mushrooms mm-hmm. and stuff and all that, right? So, yeah, it'll be good and more. Yeah, just big things coming this year for us mm-hmm. and our family. Like our family is doing better than ever now. Yeah. Now that I'm sober and, you know, you people don't understand. Like it takes it takes a village, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so like you can't do it alone. Yeah, gotta have much, support. Yeah, yeah, you can't do it yeah. alone. It, that's like I thought I'm the hard-headed motherfucker, right? So like I'm, mm-hmm. who needs you? Who needs the groups? Who needs a meeting? Who yeah. needs the addiction counselors? Look where we are now, shit. Yeah. We talk a couple times a week, even if we don't have appointments and stuff, yep. you know. So like it goes a long way with building relationships and trust, mm-hmm. and not in the sense of oh yo, if you go 
smash this guy out for me. Uh, you got my love, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like, it's a totally new really, kind of trust right? for yeah. sure, man. So it's yeah. like, because really back in the day, that's how you had to gain trust. You put in work, mm -hmm. right? Well, if this guy's going to do that for you, I should do it for him, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like, really, just two idiots calling the kettle black, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Two idiots pretending they're not idiots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and it, so, so instead of one guy going to jail, everyone's going to go to jail. Now you it's like, it'll never mm -hmm. end, right? So real family and real friends and boys and brothers, mm -hmm. they should be helping each other out as a group, you know, hyping yeah. each other up, you know, promoting your stuff, right? Mm -hmm. like, me and my buddies and stuff like that, we're going to, there are a lot of them are into like the rap stuff and the mm -hmm. hip hop stuff like that. Right. So we shot some music videos and all that. And we, you know, we promote all like make one and all those guys, like mm -hmm. stuff like that. And you can promote them on here if you yeah, want. And like cloudy yeah. and all those guys. And like, we're going to, we're all from Calgary. We're all from forest lawn and Dover. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, some of, we got boys that uh, make songs with like the, some of the big name artists in Toronto mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Right. So, you know, and it's all about, being as a group, you know, you can't, like, independent is so hard, right? Mm -hmm. But if you have a structure and a foundation, right, like, oh, all the boys, and even at the very least, if we don't make it, we enjoy doing it, mm -hmm. right? It's, if it's something you enjoy doing, I think it's 100% worth your, the investment mm -hmm. for yourself. It's, I think, it's, would, win or fail or, like, mm -hmm. whatever, succeed, you tried, Yeah, you know? And As you like, learn, for and sure. right now it's a pandemic and stuff, and like no, you know, it's hard to find a job anyway. So it's kind of a good time for me to start doing this, right? Mm -hmm. Like, either way, the money's not really coming in, so it's a good time I'm focusing on myself and like just get back at it, right? Mm -hmm. So, and if things take off, that would be lovely, right? Like that would—that's yeah. the dream. That's the absolute dream is to mm -hmm. have like a retail, like a a storefront, and like you know, and like mm -hmm. just just stuff like that, man. And like honestly, like I couldn't imagine, right? It, it's so, like, for me, I try not to think that far in ahead. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, that's a dream. But for to sure. make that a reality, I have to get through next week. Yeah. Right? So we went to the one store today. So mm -hmm. let's get those products. We're going to have the products in the store by probably Wednesday or Thursday this week. Yeah. So you can go down cool, there and man. buy them in the store, right? So Which store is that again? That's Armadio by Delia off of McLeod Trail in Willow Park Center there. Okay. Right? So... Yeah, and like they got a lot of good stuff in there, honestly. Good variety of stuff of cool. everything from Western wear to just everything. And I was I was surprised when I went in there today. Right on. This is awesome. So that's kind of where I want to be, right? Like mm -hmm. and it's very good location. Like and I don't have to pay for the lease, no problem, right? Yeah. So no, and it's it's I think it's Dude, gonna partnerships be are helpful, man. Yeah, and, and I think it's gonna be really good, right? Mm -hmm. Like and if everyone can make a little money on it and like you know, it's it's not about trying to become a millionaire off of making yeah. arts and crafts, man. Like that, that's, that's not the idea behind it. It'd be nice it. to make a living though, It'd right? It'd be nice to make a living. That's yeah. all I need. If we can yeah. eat and we can be comfortable, right? And then whatever, right? So it's... It, well, it's, and your yeah. hard work, it, it, it should be rewarded. Exactly. Like and if, it's like, you, but when you're doing it for yourself, it's not a nine to five, man. Yeah, it's man. Uh, grind time when it's grind time, right? So like... Sometimes that's all day long. Yeah, exactly. You know, the kids go to bed at eight. Well, yeah. guess what I'm doing until 11? Yeah. I'm paddling out some bags and some beadwork, right? Mm -hmm. And then guess what I'm doing at seven till nine or whatever, right? So mm -hmm. like, it's a, it's, it's a new schedule I'm trying to get myself into, right? Instead of thinking about like, go, trying to find a job to go back to work and stuff like that, yeah. I can focus on my new career. That mm -hmm. I, right? So it's, it's very exciting for me and it's, uh, it's opening up a lot of doors for me, right? Right so, on. And like with my, so we do a smudge vow thing and it's through uh, eFry and it's, uh, 
people that are going through courts and stuff like that, but they help out getting back with your indigenous roots and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And it's an awesome program. Um, and so what's that program, program it's called, called? It's called Smudge Val. Smudge Val. Smudge Val, yes. Okay. And yeah, so like usually on Tuesdays, we, there's like an elder and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And then we also do crafts and stuff like that, which is what brought me back into the crafts and stuff. And we yeah. started doing like uh, parflesh bags and stuff mm -hmm. like that. We did a turtle rattle, a uh, traditional turtle rattle, which is just crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't even believe it. And I picked it up. I was like, is this a turtle show? Right. So I was like, yes. And then like right there, it was like, this is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, when I complete the, like these, not even items, right? Like mm -hmm. they're, they're so ceremonial and stuff in a mm -hmm. right? Like they're blessed, they're blessed. Right. So you, it's not a toy, you know, like mm -hmm. it's, you, it's a very sacred instrument. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I love the fact that I've, I made that like took me about five six hours to mm -hmm. get to where I did I beat it up like really nice and stuff like that you know and like I can take pride in that you know mm -hmm. and like th that's what made me it's like yeah this is what I could do yeah. you know and like even like for my speed and all that like yeah if even if you're not say it works out to you're making 12 bucks an hour right for you selling your crafts or whatever mm -hmm. like that well that's a that's an honest 12 dollars an hour Hundred yeah. percent. I I would I would wager a guess you won't get a better twelve bucks an hour. Exactly right. Yep. And that's and that's and like you can't be about the money. And all reality, it's just about getting my brand out there and mm -hmm. like just expanding, just to see what what are you capable of in life, right? Like yeah. imagine ten years down the line, you got a couple, you got a chain of fucking stores, mm -hmm. right? Like. Well, a year ago, right? would you have said this will be happening now? Oh, hell no. Right? <laughs> right? A year ago, I was like, well, I'm probably going to have to run back to the island or uh, mm -hmm. so I'm probably going to be back in jail or whatever, right? So mm -hmm. there was, wasn't even really... Actually, about a year ago is when I started my recovery, so I was pretty gung-ho sobriety. You were pretty three, close, three, yeah. Three, four meetings a day for yeah. fucking get on my knees and pray type dude, you know? Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, and like I said, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing There's nothing all. wrong with that. Everybody needs something, right? But I mm -hmm. found my 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 higher power is my creator, right? Mm -hmm. And that's that's just where that's just the path that it took me down now, mm -hmm. right? So and everyone's different, and and I and I love it. I love hearing stories from people that came from nothing mm -hmm. and are, you know, like they're giving back, they're cheering, and like, you know, like stuff like that. Like it's amazing, right? Like yeah, and like that's what gives you the hope. It's like. You know, like, and I, I'm telling you, like, I was one of the biggest fucking addicts that's out there, right? Mm. When it comes to coke, like, I literally eat, bleed shit, fucking cocaine when I was mm. younger, right? Like, I loved it. And they didn't love me. Mm. And I lost everything. I lost relationship with my family. And, like, mm. I'm, like I said, I'm just building all those back. And it's honestly great. And I couldn't imagine being drunk or high at an event like that. Like, mm. I used to be, like, Christmas Day, I was high. Yeah. Right? You want to eat this brunch or whatever? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I already ate. Where? Mm. Dude, you fucking came from the basement up here. Where did you yeah. eat? You know, like, so it's <laughs> On just, the stairs on the, the way the, up. <laughs> the lies are just like, and yeah. you don't know why you're lying, but it comes so second nature when you're an addict mm -hmm. and that you'll, you start believing in your own lies. Yeah, it's a fucking shit show, man. And it was a yeah. big problem for me, you know? Like, yeah. I would lie, and then it's like, you start saying it. You say it so many times to yourself, a, a memory a subconscious memory will be built mm -hmm. of this fucking lie and you will actually start believing it, mm -hmm. that it actually happened, right? And that's also like, for me, I get like drug-induced schizophrenia where I'll mm -hmm. hear and I'll see shit, right? And mm -hmm. it wasn't known for me to shoot a hole through a wall because I thought there was a fucking somebody there, right? Like Psychosis is a real yeah. thing, man. And like, yeah, and it's like, it's <laughs> scary, right? So yeah. like, 
it's not a place where I ever want to be. And yeah. I hope that anybody that is still suffering and, you know, can get the help that they need, you know, mm -hmm. like, and it's, I always thought like, dude, how the fuck did you get sober? Like anything like that? There is so many resources mm -hmm. when you actually throw in Google. And if counters. you really want to do right. it, you'll look it up. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. But you got to do it yourself. Yeah. And that's what I found. Cause like the first time I went to treatment, I was like, okay, yeah, sign me up for treatment. I'll go. Mm -hmm. Right. You guys figure it out and I'll go. Tell me when and where and I'll go. Mm -hmm. I was doing it for the courts. I was doing it for this. I was doing it for everybody but me. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the, when I went back again, 100%, I was just doing it to get everybody off my back again. Mm -hmm. Right. I made it through whatever like this. And then I got lazy and I said, fuck this. Mm -hmm. I was smoking weed and whatever like that. And, but like weed isn't my DOC, man. It's mm -hmm. cocaine and liquor. Right. So like yeah. the, to me, it's like, I kind of need, like, I, I, I stray away from the pills for my pain. And, like, mm -hmm. I was attacked by a dog a few months back. So, like, I got uh, tendon damage and stuff mm -hmm. like that through my hands. And pains, like, were, like, they would prescribe me opiates, yeah. right? But, like, I tell them, like, I don't take it. And, well, that's why I went and got my medical license again because mm -hmm. of my condition. So, I have to have my medical license. And, yeah. and I, that's how we go about it with the doctors now, right? Mm -hmm. So... It's better, but obviously the pain's still there. So mm -hmm. I just went for ultra, uh, ultrasounds and x-rays actually yesterday. So mm -hmm. we'll find out about that. And I honestly, the crafts doesn't really too much bug my hands, but brushing my teeth does. Yeah. Like if I'm, when I'm sewing, yeah. But like for the most part, I, I can take my mm -hmm. time, right? So it's not like I'm squeezing onto something mm -hmm. for whatever. Like when I'm working with a drill or stuff, my hand will be like clenched after, you know? So yeah. like, it kind of limits me to my things that I can do now. But I don't let that mm -hmm. bring me back down to a hole where I was before, right? Yeah. Because I, I very well could. I could be like, fuck life. What am I going to mm -hmm. do now? Well, I'm a fucking tradesman. You know, mm -hmm. I work with my hands. I live, eat, breathe with these hands, whatever, yeah. right? And I could let it bring me down, right? But at the end of the day, if I got to make these crafts with my toes, I'll make it work, right? Yeah, so, you'll figure out a way. Exactly. People do, right? There's, a, there's yeah. always going to be a way, and it's just perseverance, right? Yeah. So you can thrive through any situation if you put your mind to it, man. Yeah. Fucking A, man. And that's just the, I said, I'm living proof that and that anybody can come from addiction. And, mm -hmm. and just, I have, there's nothing that's going to stop me now. Mm -hmm. The only person that stopped me before was myself. You yeah. know, I wouldn't have ever came to something like this before. My anxiety, as soon as my anxiety went up, I'm using. Mm -hmm. Because when I'm drunk and I'm high, I'm like, fuck it. Yep. You know? Well, because it doesn't matter at me, that I'll point. stab you. Whatever. Yeah. Fuck you. Right? It's so too late at that point, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right? And like for me, that as soon as liquor touches my lips, yeah. I'm a different guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm gone. The guy that you want to know, he's fucking gone. Mm -hmm. Don't ask him nothing because you'll probably get punched out for it. Right? And they put me in situations where I've been like, I've had my, you know, yeah, I've had my fair share of beatings for sure, you know? Mm -hmm. And whatever. You well, know, nobody I, gets out unscathed. Right? Yeah. I've had people <laughs> try to shoot me, stab me, whatever. Like, it kind of comes with the life that you're living right you don't mm -hmm. get to walk around carrying guns and knives and things that the other guys aren't yeah let's just be real yeah <laughs> like, you can't assume you're the only one yeah. that's for sure you're not the big, <laughs> i can tell you like i'm not no bigger bad fucking dude like i've mm -hmm. seen bigger and a lot fucking badder mm -hmm. so there's always getting to be a bigger badder dude than your bigger badder dude right? yeah and that's <laughs> the reality of it yeah, man so yeah. and like and at the end of the day it's like i don't need the dick swinging competition right mm -hmm. like well what what about your life says you need that, right? Uh, like having a peaceful life, you don't need that. Because uh, every time people swing their dicks in, co in comparison, it takes away from peacefulness, right? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, right. Because it's ego shit. It's, it's all 100% it ego, right? Yeah. And 
yeah, like, uh, so me and my therapist, she's starting this new group of stuff, and she's like, yeah, the biggest thing that I'll be looking for is people's egos. Mm -hmm. Because it could make or break a group, right? Like, mm -hmm. and that's the reality of it. So you got to kind of, so when your people are picking these AA meetings and stuff, or CA or NA or whatever it is that you mm -hmm. choose, right? Um, you got to find one that works for you, Yeah. right? People will be like, oh, I, I recommend this group. I, I went to that group, and it was not for me. Mm -hmm. I found one where I like to go on to older people, right? Yeah. Where it's not young guys that I might have used with on the street mm -hmm. or ran into in my old life. It's older people with 20, 30 years of sobriety yeah. that are there for newcomers like me. Mm -hmm. And Well, that's a totally different crowd. Right? 100%. Exactly. And like yeah. that, I wasn't used to it at first. Of people actually kind of being sincere, like, hey, do you want my number? And mm -hmm. stuff like that. It's like, I don't want your number, old man. Get out of here. Yeah. Right? But it's like, in all reality, like... Why, what's, what's the harm mm. when you don't, when, right? Like, what the fuck is the harm? The right? worst yeah, thing like, you can do is you'll learn how to live sober for a while. Right. And I did, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Like, it's like, I didn't have an, I didn't have a getting high problem. I had a living sober problem. Fucking you know? A, man. Yeah. So like sobriety made, made my skin crawl. The mm. thought of it being sober, right? You'd yeah. wake up in the morning and you're, you're, you're not comfortable because your mind is. It, elsewhere. Yeah. It's always elsewhere. Your mind is actually thinking yeah. of shit that you should have dealt with yesterday, yeah. buddy, or the day before, right? But you're like, fucking, no, 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 no. And you shut that off. What and then am it I leads do to today? using, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to get high shades. Okay, so I spent my last 50 bucks now. If I have 20 more bucks, I can get me across the road to get another 50, blah, blah, blah. And, it, and mm -hmm. you're thinking of these, these fucking ideas in your head. And to you, it's like, okay, let's get it. And it's mm -hmm. just so absurd, right? Yeah. But somehow you make it fucking work. Yeah, it's weird. But it's an you absurd. But if you take that yeah. and put it into something healthy and positive, yeah. who's going to stop you? Well, and that's just the key, right? right. Is because you've turned a lot of that into positive and staying on that path. I mean, obviously it's a daily struggle for us, mm. right? Um, but I, th I just think like, man, night and day difference, dude. Like night and day difference. For a guy who saw you a year ago, yeah. it's night and day, man, what's yeah. changed in your Thank life. You, yeah. And, yeah, you're welcome. And seeing that you made those changes, man. Yeah. Like, it's not like it happened by accident. No. You had to physically do overnight. these things. It didn't yeah. happen overnight. Yeah. You got to work it. If you, if you stop working it, it, especially because you know what you, your, your body knows what it wants mm -hmm. and it ain't the sober life. Yeah. You know, because now I have back pains and fucking knee pains and I'm only 27 <laughs> years old, right? Yeah. Like, fuck, welcome to the rest of your life. life. When I was getting high, I'll fuck a wrestle with the biggest dude all night, wake yeah. up in the morning, good to go, you know? And yeah. it's like, now I pick up my kids the wrong way. Oh, fuck, right? Let's Tweak. Like, yeah, give me a minute. It's like, yeah. it's crazy, but I would take that any day over the hangovers, the mm. puking. I used to puke up blood and like, Shit mm -hmm. like that, like the all mad bad ulcers and like just yeah. things that would, should make a person quit. But like, I like my nose would get so stuffed up that I would get down and do push ups to get my adrenaline going mm -hmm. to fire up another rip in there, right? Yeah. So it's like that's just insane. It is you know? that's like crazy, that. man. And I found that out by myself <laughs> that when you get your when your adrenaline starts going, your nose will clear itself out, right? And I got that by hitting black ice and mm -hmm. oh, I might breathe again, right? So, yeah. I was like, that's... A, this is weird. I'm afraid. Yeah. I like it. It's like, wait, better get one up there before it gets clogged <laughs> up, right? And all that, they just put a hole yeah. in my nose, right? Then it's like, it's well, just amazing the things, like, the things that you'll do to get high. Yeah. But you won't do, do anything to be sober. Yeah. You do anything to not be sober. Yeah. And it's, once you realize, like, being sober, it's like, mm. it's amazing. And you're going to have bad fucking days. And of that's the reality are. of it. Yeah. Right? But your good days 
are good fucking days. Well, you don't need to write off your life just because you have a bad day or two, right? Yeah. Like, and people do say, people are like, oh, my worst day sober is still better than my best day high. That's a fucking lie because I had some damn good days high. I would you agree know? with you. Damn it's a fucking lie. Damn parties, man. <laughs> but also, right? Yeah. Like, my, the jury has determined that yeah. is a fucking lie. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> but my best day sober is a thousand yeah. times better than any day I've ever had high. Yeah, 100%. Right? Any 100%. fucking day, hands down. You cannot get those good days without no. being sober. And yeah. it's a natural, it's a yeah. natural uh, high that you you can't yeah it can't be synthesized right so nobody can take it from you nobody exactly. it's not replaceable. You're in the moment. You're gonna yeah. remember that the, the, it's the memory that comes behind it right mm-hmm. that's uplifting and man it and like just seeing my children and like when my son laughs and stuff it fucking melts your heart man. Mm-hmm. and it reminds me it's like yeah this is fucking why I'm doing it mm-hmm. right this right here is why I can't go back to the old me. You know, I don't, I can't, I can't regret anything that I did and I can't say that I would change anything mm-hmm. because I wouldn't be here, right? I wouldn't be in a situation. I wouldn't, mm-hmm. nothing in my life would be the same if I just kept, if I didn't change, right? Or, and, mm-hmm. and like, I just, yeah, I just embrace it all. I embrace my addiction because, it, yeah, it was the longest the fucking 10 years of my life, mm-hmm. but at the end of it all, I learned I lived seven lives, mm-hmm. you know, seven different lives, man. I feel like I've lived. And that's why you have trouble getting dopamine, man. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> it's because you've 100%. lived, survived seven lives. So. Dopamine supply is minimal. Yeah, no, I'm on meds for that now. So, <laughs> Me too, man. And it's like, yeah. you, when you're actually happy and like your body's like, what the hell's happening in my body? It's like. Brain chemistry, yeah, baby. Natural dopamine coming in, buddy. Yeah, man. <laughs> the fuck is that? It's brain chemistry. Getting that shit. Some of us, we yeah. have to get that worked out before yeah. anything else can happen, yeah. right? Well, and a lot of it is like the chemical imbalance in your brain, right? Yeah. It's like, it's not, it's, yes, it's very much a physical thing, like to stay off the drugs and shit, but the mental part is 10 mm-hmm. times harder, I find. It's easy. You can lock yourself in a room, yeah. right? Physically, yeah, you're not high, but your mind is mm-hmm. always an addict. Right, like I was sober for that six months, but I was still had an addict mind. Mm. Right, I still was doing things that I did in my active addiction. Yeah, I was still hanging out with the same people I did in my active addiction. Mm. So yes, I wasn't using, but nothing else really changed. So it's just a matter yeah. of time. Well, and it kept the using right close. Yes, to you, it right? did. Right, because yeah. I didn't want to push it away. I didn't yeah. want to delete everybody. Because if I ever like, what the fuck am I? How am I gonna get high if I had no numbers? Right, yep. like, what do you mean? I don't want to buy out some random dude because mm-hmm. my guy's drugs are better, mm-hmm. right? Like, let's be real here, yeah. buddy. It's all shit. Right? And the good news is, like, being sober, you don't have to worry about no, that. No, you don't. And, like, you don't right? have to worry about it. It's like, I got 100 bucks. Okay, I need 20 bucks for gas, 80 or 10 bucks for smokes, whatever, and then mm-hmm. it's the I can use to get high. No, right? It's like, yeah. okay, we can get some groceries. You can eat for the week, you mean? Oh, cool. I don't even know what that's like. Yeah. Right? And even Wait, like now, food like, every day? My appetite is the <laughs> hardest thing I've been battling with is trying to actually like eat so i'm trying to like i pour i gotta fucking force feed myself right? do you find that uh being medicinal with cannabis helps with your it, appetite? it helps a lot more yeah. yeah it does and like i tried to actually quit smoking like cigarettes and stuff yeah but i was like oh, fuck i can't because like it made me have zero appetite when they say it usually gives people an appetite mm-hmm. i was the opposite so I, yeah. once i have a because i i've put that in like a smoke with before and after eating yeah right that's kind of the habit that mm-hmm. I fucking chose, whatever with it, but that goes on in my mind. And see, I like it's even like little things like that that's hard to break, right? Mm-hmm. And it's 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 something like that that 
like you don't understand, right? Like yeah. it's the hand, it's the, I got to be touching. I got to be physically mm-hmm. doing something while I'm driving. Yep. Or if not, I like, you know, you're antsy. I don't mm-hmm. even want the fucking smoke. Like most of the times when you sit there high, I'm just holding the smoke, burning in your eye, looking mm-hmm. around, fucking can't even breathe anyways. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> right? So it's just insane. Man, so. I, I can't get over how far, like how, like what a year and a bit can do. Oh, it's right. Like honestly, and I just want, I hope you just one day at a time, just stick it yeah. out, man. Cause and like, it was kind of going downhill for a little bit, but honestly, jail was one of the best things that kind of happened to me. You know, it was mm-hmm. like, especially being in the psych ward in remand, like they don't, there's some seriously sick people in there. Right. Yeah. And like, it's an eye opener for sure. Right. It's mm-hmm. a place that you're going to, you don't have any freedom. You have no rights. You're yeah. a nobody, right? You're a number and fuck. Good luck. If you, if you don't got your canteen too, mm-hmm. enjoy the food, buddy. Yeah. You know, enjoy the loaf. So, <laughs> but other than that, man, like I said, it was, I turned a negative into a positive with that as well. Cause I could have yeah. came out and been like, okay, so now I need this $30,000. What do I need to do to get that? Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, I still need that money, but me going to get high and going and robbing people or doing whatever the fuck I was doing before yeah. is not going to, yeah, I might get the money. But I can tell you everything that I just built in my sobriety mm-hmm. and what actually matters in my life, right? Because at the end of the day, whatever's going to happen, of course, going to happen, yep. regardless. Well, it's already been done, right? Like, yeah, it's done, right? And like, it's it's not it's out of my hands now, right? Yeah. Like, let them build their case, and we'll come with what we got. And it's, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it is what it is, right? So, yeah. I know I know my rights, and I know the truth and whatever. And mm-hmm. it's easy as that, and that's as much as I can do. Is far as that so there's yeah. no point in financially yeah it's a struggle it's going to be a struggle coming up with that extra money of course. for sure but every day that i'm not getting high i'm saving money right? mm-hmm. like you know and i'm not saving well, like and you're getting stronger money. too man. yeah exactly i've right? cut down on smoking like to yeah. pack every three four days instead of a pack a day mm-hmm. so like just little baby steps in the right directions can yeah. make the world a difference in the long run right yeah. like i'm noticing it more than like my stamina i'm like just even like getting out of fucking bed in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. Like when I had my first early recovery, it was like I was gung ho. I have to get up at 7 a.m. Fucking, you know, I'd go for a run and shit like that. I'd come mm-hmm. back, I would try to eat, things like that. That quickly went downhill. Because yeah. as soon as I got lazy and I skipped two days of it, mm-hmm. your body doesn't want to do that because now you're sore, mm-hmm. right? You have to physically and like push through that. Like, and mentally, like you have to be so fucking strong mm-hmm. to, uh, at the end of it, if you make it through all of that, there's nothing in this world that can stop you. Yeah. Your mind is so solid. The foundation you build for yourself that you know what's right for you, what will Mm -hmm. work for you, what won't, who will work for you in your life, who won't cut them Mm -hmm. the fuck out. Right. You have to Mm -hmm. friends, family, doesn't matter. If they're not there for you, like if they, if they're not, if they're unhealthy to your life and like just toxic people in general Mm -hmm. and like it happens, right? Whatever. Cut them the fuck out. If they can't understand that and they can't respect that, well, then mm-hmm. that's exactly why they're cut out. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's, that's it, man. And, like, yeah. and the, I did that too for some of my family and they came back and stuff like that. Right. And they telling me fucking mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, they're like, okay, like they, they get it. Right. Like, yeah. Okay. I had to distance myself for a few months until I can get, it has nothing to do with mm-hmm. any of you guys not seeing my kids or anything like that. It's a thing. It's a personal thing for me. Mm-hmm. I can't be around liquor. I'm choosing not to be around that shit. Respect that. Yeah. Easy as that. It has nothing to do with me keeping my kids or anything or yep. anything like that. Right. Which is where people's heads go. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is understandable because mine fucking would too. Yeah. Right. I would be like, oh, fuck you, man. I'm like, you know, I, mm-hmm. but 
it's all about my recovery mm-hmm. and it and that's the end of it so when people are trying to think that people don't want to go to a meeting unless somebody goes to a meeting with them you cannot be like that mm-hmm. who gives a fuck because your friend if your friend that means if your friend relapses you're gonna relapse yeah right do it for you you know, go to the meetings that you mm-hmm. know you're not going to know anybody because you will meet people. And there's mm-hmm. good people at these meetings that are open iron man. They're lifers mm-hmm. at these things, right? Yeah. This is this is how they give back. They, like, mm-hmm. you know, they say in order to keep your sobriety, you've got to give it away, right? Well, and for some of us, to be honest with you, we didn't have a culture to speak of, right? So, right? so when we sobered up, like, we don't have mm-hmm. anything to reconnect to in that respect. Exactly, right. So we're connecting to anything because we've never really had anything, Yeah, so right? you're like, what do I do? I, do I even like sports? Do I, exactly. Am I even active, right? Do, yeah. Can I even fucking draw, right? Yeah. You know, like, I oh. knew that, like, I would want to do something artistic because my mind goes to, like, glass blowing mm. and, like, things, like, just, like, things that normal people would be like. We have an artist's soul, Matt. Right? So, yeah. And like that's one of the next things I want to get into eventually, just as a little hobby, right? So mm-hmm. like, there's always something, man. And like, I'm just gonna keep going and keep focused. Mm-hmm. And life is life is good right now. And right on. I can sleep, and I have fucked up dreams still, and I always will. And that, and like like I said, that's gonna come with the recovery and the process. But mm-hmm. you know what? Just keep in mind, like some of the dreams I have are so realistic about my past. Are like using a lot mm-hmm. of dreams of using when I was early in my uh, recovery, right? Very stressful and dreams. And I can man. make because, like in my yeah. dreams, I was trying to do the lines, but I couldn't. They wouldn't go up my nose in my dream, right? Yeah. So you wake up and you're thinking about it, right? But just that thought right there is enough to make some people relapse. Absolutely. So you have to fight that. You have to choose. Yeah. It's like today, like pick one thing that you're gonna do a day. That's mm-hmm. it. One fucking thing. If you could do that one thing, that's a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. And the first thing I would suggest is the first thing you do every month, make your fucking bed. Mm. You know, because whether you come home and you had a good day or a terrible fucking day, you get to crawl into a nice bed. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's relaxing, right? There's something about it, you know, like you have, you accomplish one thing first thing in the morning, knock it off the list. Mm-hmm. All right. Easy as that. Yeah. You know, and I, that was one thing for me. First thing I did, even in treatment, get up, first, make my bed, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. First thing in jail, even get up, wipe my bed. First thing I still do to this day. Mm-hmm. I never go to bed into a messy bed, right? Like, mm-hmm. I never go to sleep into a messy bed. And it's just something that I've... Well, it helps you. Yeah. It's, it's part of right? your discipline, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, I feel like if I work, work hard all day and I come home sober, I should... Mm-hmm. I deserve that comfy fucking bed. Well, and you just said it a couple of minutes ago. You like what works for you? Yeah. Like whatever well, works for people out there. Like if it's making your bed, if it's yeah. not making your bed, right. like whatever it is, yeah, right. do that shit. If it's calling your grandma once a day, call yeah. your grandma, man. You know, my nan is a big part of my my recovery. Everyone should call their grandmas yeah. if they if they have nice grandmas. <laughs> yeah. Right, and there you go. Right, so like, yeah. Cool, man. Well, dude, I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Uh, and I think we're going to, we're winding down, obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to tell people out there? Maybe they're struggling. Something that might have helped you. Just something, whatever it is. Man, reach out. Reach yeah. out to anybody. Anybody, right? Fuck. Find yeah. me on Instagram. Reach out to fucking me. Yeah. You know? And we're here. I can tell you, man, there's a lot of people that are going through the exact same thing. But when you're in that, no one knows what you're going mm-hmm. through, right? Because that's just, you're, you're closed off, you're self-centered, you're, you're closed They can't right? know what you're going through because, like you exactly, said, right? we're and dishonest. Exactly. And when you, it's just reaching out, man. And once you take that first step and reach out and say mm-hmm. that you need the help, help will come, right? Right on. Pray for it and just, I wish everyone the best and stay safe. Right on. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, David. Right on. Right on.